Nuclear Famine, Radiation Exposure and Effects on Agriculture. You are listening to the audio version of the article published by the Review of Religions. This article was written by Musa Sattar from the UK and published on the 26th of March, 2022. Since Russia's invasion, an unrelenting wave of deadly shootings have hit cities across Ukraine. If the conflict escalates beyond Ukraine's borders involving NATO, it would result in a major war between nuclear armed forces with potential use of combat-ready nuclear weapons. The aftermath of such a scenario would be horrific and to a scale that humankind could not envisage. Amidst this growing conflict, it is important to consider the ramifications of nuclear war. Dr. Ira Helfand, co-president of International Physicians for the Prevention of Nuclear War, IPPNW, cautioned that even a very limited nuclear war involving less than 0.5% of the world's nuclear weapons would cause catastrophic global climate disruption. It would cause a worldwide famine, putting up to 2 billion people at risk of experiencing mass starvation. According to Executive Director for the UN World Food Program, David Beasley, as the war heats up, dozens of distant countries are set to feel the burn. In a recent statement by UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres at a meeting of the UN Security Council said, Russia and Ukraine represent more than half of the world's supply of sunflower oil and about 30% of the world's wheat. Food, fuel, and fertilizer prices are skyrocketing. Supply chains are being disrupted. From the studies, one thing is clear, in a likely event of a nuclear war, the entire global economic infrastructure would be destroyed. The electric grid, internet, food distribution system, transportation network, and the public health system. And in the aftermath, the population would succumb to starvation, radiation sickness, exposure, and epidemic disease. Speaking about the aftermath of a devastating nuclear war on the land and crops, His Holiness Hazrat Mirza Masur Ahmad, may Allah be his helper, warned. So first you have to see what will be left in the extreme scenario of a nuclear conflict, if any vegetation or animal life even survives. A new life would have to be started as such, because in the aftermath of nuclear warfare, the effects of the radiation will have far-reaching consequences. Whether above ground or underground, the radiation will penetrate, and normally where humans die, the vegetation will also die. He further stated, Scientists have said that for several years the radiation can directly impact the soil above ground. However, as radioactive elements are absorbed by the soil, even the soil underground may become unusable. Some experts say that after a number of years it may become possible to grow crops once again. The soil would have to be removed to a few feet underground and then that soil may be able to be utilized to grow vegetation. However, at that point, whether seeds are even available to grow has to be seen. The dangers facing the world are extremely alarming. We are no longer in peacetime, and the shadows of multiple mushroom clouds are looming once again over our planet. So, what are the survivable chances from a global catastrophe caused by a full-scale nuclear exchange? Previous articles have discussed various consequences of nuclear war. However, this article will specifically review the scientific studies about the effects of nuclear radiation on agriculture, crops, and soil. Researchers have studied the impact of radiation due to previous, albeit limited, nuclear conflicts and accidents. Research shows that there would be famine in most of the world due to climate disruptions in land and oceans from nuclear war. Professor Timothy A. Mousseau from the University of South Carolina and Anders Pipe Muller, senior research scientist from Université Paris-Saclay, conducted studies on radiation exposure in plants from Chernobyl, Fukushima, and other regions of the world with high ambient radiation levels. Their findings suggest that plant mutation rates and other measures of genetic damage are considerably elevated, pollen and seed viability are reduced, plant growth rates are slowed, 
and the frequency of developmental abnormalities is increased within plants exposed to high ionizing radiations. First, a large-scale study of the effects of a suppressed pollinator community on ecosystem functioning, published in a journal of Ecologia, showed that there were considerably fewer pollinating insects in areas with high levels of radiation. Fruit trees and bushes that are all pollinated by insects produced fewer fruit in highly radioactively contaminated areas. Jagermeyer et al. published a study in Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, PNAS, on regional nuclear conflict and suggested that radiation could disrupt food production and trade worldwide for about a decade. Researchers estimate that five years after a nuclear conflict, the global caloric production from maize and wheat availability would decrease by 13%, rice 5%, and soybean 2% globally, and by more than 20% in 71 countries with a cumulative population of 1.3 billion people. Similarly, Mark A. Harwell and Christine C. Harwell from Cornell University found that rice is the most sensitive of the grains to temperature reductions, and that rice yields can be eliminated even in the absence of frost. Ira Helfand, MD, in his book, Nuclear Famine, 2 Billion People at Risk, stated that 10 years following a limited nuclear war in South Asia in 1816, the Tambora eruption, also known as a year without summer, caused four severe cold waves, June 6th to 11th, July 9th to 11th, and August 21st and August 30th, brought killing frosts as far south as the mid-Atlantic states, and in New England and Quebec, there was even significant snowfall in June. These periods of frost caused extensive damage to crops. A similar pattern in Northern Europe caused crop losses in the range of 75% and the last multi-country famine in European history. About soil fertility following the Fukushima nuclear fallout, in Journal of Heredity, Akimoto et al. examined that if radioactive substances absorbed in the soil adversely affect the diversity and abundance of soil fauna, then radioactivity could also disturb nutrient cycling within ecosystems through the reduced density of soil in arthropods, which function to decompose leaf litter. Musso et al. in Ecologia reported that radioactive substances have detrimental effects on soil arthropods. Nutrient recycling could be hindered, leading to a long-term decline in forests. According to their findings, areas with high radioactivity around the Chernobyl NPP, as air radiation became higher, leaf litter decomposed more slowly, and the litter layer became thicker. Soil scientists Frere and Menzel, in their book Behavior of Radioactive Fallouts in Soils and Plants, reported that two years after a nuclear explosion at the Marshall Islands, the number of different plant species showing pathological effects and abnormalities increased with an increase in fallout. Following a regional nuclear conflict between India and Pakistan, Ostigan et al. carried out a simulated study to examine the impact on corn and soybean production in the U.S. Corn Belt, where more than 70% of U.S. grain is produced. Published in Climatic Change, this simulated study suggested both corn and soybeans showed notable yield reductions for a decade after the event. Corn yields declined 10-40%, to while soybean yields dropped 2-20%. In a separate simulated study, also published in Climatic Change, Zia and Roebuck examined the decline in Chinese middle-season rice production in response to the five telegrams of black carbon suit injection into the upper troposphere. The current world situation is volatile. Understanding the consequences that a potential nuclear conflict could inflict on human society and other forms of life emphasizes the urgent need to eliminate the danger worldwide. But even if the world survives through a world war, it would move on to another unwanted situation of paralyzed and defected life as a result of the long-term effects of nuclear war. So, how can the world be saved from its destruction? What is the ultimate solution? As His Holiness, may Allah be his helper, has repeatedly directed 
rejected on numerous occasions. There is only one solution to help the situation of the world return to normal, and that is for mankind to turn to Allah the Exalted and to fulfill his rights and the rights of his creation. Again, for the world to return to its normal conditions, we must bow before God and fulfill his rights and the rights of his creation. Now, it depends upon us and world leaders, if we take heed to His Holiness's words, to peacefully survive or selfishly lead the world to its destruction.